Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. Wow, what a game. The Browns are able to beat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Welcome to the post-game podcast. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. 33-31 brought to you by our friends at Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling systems. Daryl, give me your immediate reaction to the 41-yard field goal as it went up through the uprights. And the Browns pulled off a minor miracle by beating the Ravens in Baltimore. Holy forking bleeping bleep. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Uh I they they stole that one, Andy. Uh they did tr- they? I mean, I, I don't know. I'll keep going. You tell me why they stole it. I'll tell you why they I don't think totally it. stole it and they earned it. Like just because they said they stole it, that's not negative. Like okay. they stole that game from the Ravens. Uh, they trailed in this game, uh, 17 to three in the air, 14, nothing in the first 17, three in the second 24, nine in the third 31, 17 in the fourth, but they fought back and scored the final 16 as Dustin Hopkins went from the goat to the hero in the span of eight minutes, because after Greg Newsom returned that, uh, interception for a touchdown and Hopkins was wide left on the PAT. I sat there and said, of course it went wide left and the Browns are still down a point. But he got the, the game winner through the uprights, and that was a big boy win, Andy, for the Cleveland Browns. That was not luck. That was not what whatever the haters and the detractors want to say about this year's Browns team. This is not the Browns team that we are – typically used to watching these last 25 years. There's something special uh, about this group. And as I wrote in my post-game brownie bites, one word describes this team this year. It is resilient. And they were resilient on so many levels on Sunday afternoon in Baltimore. And they have been resilient 
on a multitude of levels this entire season. What a great win for Browns fans to celebrate. All right, just for fun, pick the play of the game. You oh, got one play of the game? You got to pick one. You know what? I am going to pick. Hang on. I'm going to write mine down. So okay. in case we pick the same one. All right, hang um, on. I'm going to put mine here. Hang on. I got my Sharpie out. Here. And I'm writing it down. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. Yes, I am going. I because uh, I got to look up the exact. Oh, what? Well, it, there's two of them. I have two. Well, you pick top. one. Pick one. Don't it, make me go Jeff Phelps on you. It's tough. Ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give it to. I don't care. I'm giving it to David Njoku. That, Ooh, Njoku. Yes, that catch and run where he carried half the damn Raven defense on his back. He refused to go down. I'm going to say I was tempted to go Jerome Ford where they uh, everyone converged to like keep pushing the pile forward there in the fourth quarter. But I think Najoku's catch and run where he was carrying Ravens and refused to go down, I felt like that was the play of the game. It might not have won the football game. It might not have put the Browns in the lead. It might not have put points on the scoreboard. But I felt like that play alone exemplified not only him as a football player Andy but this football team the no quit all right that's the one you're going with I just want to triple check something just to make sure because I'm I'm going back and forth I wasn't going to pick a different one okay uh you just had to spell it go go um let it go all right Nah, uh, uh, Stick with all, it. Right. all right. I got. Uh, uh, I just want to make sure that I got this right. I think I'm right like the, the, because I don't want to be the guy that brain farted and said the wrong name on okay. what I was thinking. So, oh, yeah. um, where is it? Uh, there it is. And okay, good. I'm a hundred percent correct. I just didn't want to make sure I made a mistake, and now I got to find you again on my things. I am picking one play. Wyatt Teller. Wyatt Teller. Which one, though? Because he had the like, fumble recovery on the last drive. Okay. Where he saved the day. Okay. Yes. I thought like, you were I don't think people you. are going to talk about that. I think that'll be the least talked about play in the winning effort for the Browns. But man, when Deshaun lost the ball and he got stripped, yeah. when Wyatt Teller was there to pick it up, boom, man, that, that was everything. That yeah. I was like, you know what? There's some karma going on here. I know they missed the extra point. Right. Uh, which was his first, I think, in 14 tries. So, and, and you know, the only thing he really did, like, I didn't go crazy. Normally, I would go crazy going, oh, I missed the damn extra point, blah, 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 blah. He just forced it because, like, you felt like the Browns would get the ball back. I wasn't even concerned about that. I knew they would get it back, but what he did do was he forced you to end that game in regulation. That's well, what happened when he missed the extra yeah, point. Yeah, well, uh, Wyatt Teller made, like, eight pancake blocks in that game. Oh, he did. Oh, there was the one time he crushed the guy. That was amazing. I mean, he was just absolutely blowing fools up uh, all all afternoon long. But you're right. He he said, and I even posted on that. He saved the day by falling on that strip sack. Uh, so I, I can't argue that. But I did drop a WTF when Hopkins missed the PAT. <laughs> I'm not. You're not lie. the only one. I'm not. I was, gonna lie. I, um. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, there's a million things I want to go through. What, what does this game mean for Deshaun Watson? What did this mean for Deshaun Watson? Because I got to tell you, <coughs> excuse me, he toughed it out. Man, did he tough it out. You could see his leg was hurting. Right. He probably knew that his arm was hurting. But today he didn't throw the ball like his arm was hurting, right. except for the first pass that was a pick six. Then you were like, oh, here we go again. Well, the that was going to be a pick six regardless of who uh, ended up hit whatever level that defense because it looked like he was trying to dump it out to David Njoku and there was a Raven. I couldn't see who it was, but there was a Raven that was breaking on that. So it was going to, that route was getting jumped no matter what. Um, Look, I mean, it was almost like the Ravens knew it was coming almost like they were stealing signs. uh, Sorry. It was too soon, too soon for that joke. Sorry. So, uh, strictly sarcasm, a, a fairly, f- I'm just ignoring you at this point. Thank you. Uh, that's the, difference. no Harbaugh jokes here. Sorry. Yeah, nothing, yeah. Nothing to see uh, wrong brother. Um, but you know, six of 20 in the first half, 79 yards in, in the, 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 uh, pick six, very forgettable first half for Deshaun second half though, completed all 14 of his pass attempts, a buck 39 and a touchdown. He had, uh, three runs uh, for 18 yards. Let's not forget. He also, had a beautiful read on the two-point try, running it in up the middle. Uh, I think that that was uh, a pretty uh, critical run for him there. But look, that second half for Watson was why they gave up six picks and $230 million. For and that. the final drive, right? You got yeah. the ball late? Go help us win. For for that type of gutsy performance. Um, and. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, the like in the second half, right? They had this, what was it, 17 plays, 75 yards? Longest drive since 2017? 2015. 2015? Uh, yeah, uh, as far as time goes. 10 minutes and 9 seconds off the clock. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt scored on the three-yard touchdown. That's five straight games Kareem Hunt has scored a touchdown. He leads the team with six of those, by the way. But when, you, you know, another six-play, 75-yard drive. Uh, and then 12 plays, 58 yards, and they took the final four minutes and 55 seconds off the clock. They made sure Lamar Jackson did not get the ball back. Excellent, excellent job uh, by the Browns. Wait, and- are you not allowed to, to complain about Kevin Stefanski then? Is this a Stefanski-free complaint week? Yes. Not you. I'm talking about everyone that calls yes. this week. That's Yes, yes. I mean – uh, I had written down that uh, Kevin Stefanski was about to be two and six because when it wasn't looking good, 
I was like, okay, this is two and six against the Ravens for, for Kevin. He's now three and five. Looks uh, a lot different, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it looks a lot different. Crooked numbers. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, it's not that Kevin's calling bad games. It's just they're, you're, you're a byproduct of what your offense executes, right? And there were times where, let's be honest about it, the offense wasn't executing. Um, but no, I, I think Kevin Stefanski continues to be uh, a, a pretty solid play caller. Um, he's not Andy Reid, but pretty solid play caller. And while his victory speeches don't exactly make me want to run. I didn't see. Did him, you see the victory speech? I haven't today? seen, the, I haven't oh, seen this week yet as uh, we record this. But like, look, these guys play hard for him. They're not giving up, right? Especially the defense, wow, and the offensive line. I mean, defense gives up, and the running backs. I mean, everybody played hard. The tight yeah. ends play. Everybody played hard. This yeah, game. defense gives up thirty-one points. Uh, they gave a what they end up giving up uh, yards wise. They came in with the top overall defense. They uh, ended up giving up uh, three hundred and six yards uh, to Baltimore. One hundred and six of those came on the ground. Uh, look, it it fourteen nothing, seventeen three. Uh, 31-17. Like, there were plenty of opportunities for oh, – see you next week against Pittsburgh. Right. We Let's just go one and one. Right? Yeah. They easily could have laid down and died early on. Now you have an opportunity after this win, Andy, to come back home, and if you can beat the Steelers, you're absolutely in the running for the division title now. Uh, now, we're going to get into what's left on this schedule for the Browns. But man, I, I just this was an impressive win. I, I, I it really it, it, might be it, the most one of the most impressive wins of the Kevin Stefanski era. Uh, you could say it was one of the most impressive wins since post ninety nine. I mean, there just aren't that many of them. You no, know, go back. You know what? I think that this was the most consequential win for the Cleveland Browns since the Phil Dawson stanchion win in Ooh. overtime in Baltimore in two thousand seven. I be just because of what this victory means to this season for this team. I just feel like it it is the most consequential win for this franchise in Baltimore since 2007 when Phil Dawson hit the stanchion and you know they had that whole review thing and realized that hey, if the football hits the stanchion it went over the crossbar so it's a good kick and we go to overtime and of course uh, the, the Ravens were losing their minds. Uh, not understanding that particular rule at the time. So, um, yeah, just a fantastic win. Browns fan should be celebrating this. Um, and, I mean, look, we saw it in Seattle. They didn't win, but they fell behind 14-0. eventually went up 17-14. And Yeah, I would say the history of that game may have helped them in this game. Yeah, I mean. They, that game against Seattle, I think, because you know as well as I do, the defense didn't want to stare down the barrel of that kind of feeling again. Uh, when they gave up, uh, uh, it, they didn't give up, but when they gave up the victory, I guess, in Seattle. Let me give you the quote of the game. It was on Zach Jackson's uh, Twitter feed, so I don't know if it was for a group or not. It was from Dustin Hopkins. Did you see it? No. If you didn't, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, and Meredith alerted this to me, so it was very good stuff. I feel a bit like an arsonist that gets to put out his own fire and then gets a pat on the back. <laughs> what a great quote from the Browns kicker. That's a fantastic quote. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, is he went from the goat potentially to the hero? He, you know, and um, 
you know, they were chipping away there in the first half with field goals, right? First three scores were field goals. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting after the game that Kevin said why he didn't go for the 60-yarder, and he was right. But I didn't think he was right at the time. I was like, why doesn't he just take a shot at this? Why doesn't he do that? Well, we saw what happened the other way, you know, where the Browns were able to block a kick today. Yeah, they blocked Um, a 55-yarder, and it helped them set up a field goal. So Yeah, and if that kick doesn't go wide right or wide left into the stands, they can return it. So why put yourself in a weird spot? I give, I'll give Kevin credit on that because I was like, why not take a shot? 60 yards, who cares? But the more I started thinking about it, and then um, Jamal, why do I watch the games with? He said, same thing. He's like, man, I played with guys that would live for a team that would try a 60 yarder because I knew I'd have a chance to return it. Yeah. And uh, so that's the good news. Uh, some, some not so good news here, Andy. Okay. Yeah. The uh, defensive backfield. Is that where you're no. going or? Well, injuries to the defensive backfield, but also uh, Deshaun Watson uh, leaving uh, M&T Bank Stadium with a walking boot on his left foot. I think that was to be expected, though, because you kind of could feel that was coming. He was, yeah, he gutted his way through that thing. And even uh, on that run on the sidelines that cost the Browns their second timeout where he took a moment, he he didn't have to miss a play because they burned the timeout. But you could tell after that scramble, that ankle was really barking and he was able to hang in there and finish the game. And I, I just, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing of beauty. It wasn't perfect. I mean, of course, Odell Beckham jr. Had to get a 40 yard touchdown off. Of no one's going to care. No one cares. You know, or Jadavian Clowney. If they lost, everyone would have cared. Yeah, right? You know, Jadavian Clowney had to blow up a drive with a sack on third down. And but, but then Miles, he got hurt. Miles Garrett. Let's give him some love. Oh, uh, for sure. Oh, my goodness gracious. Another sack and a half for him. How about the company he's in? This is from Dan Murphy of the Cleveland Browns um, and uh, their research department. Garrett. The 10 Cole, sack line. Yeah. Reggie White, John Randall, Demarcus Ware, Jarrett Allen, and Bruce Smith, as well as Lawrence Taylor, is the only players to record six straight seasons with 10 or more sacks in them. And he's the only player in the NFL with that current running total. Now, if I remember correctly, didn't Bruce Smith go like nine straight seasons with 10 or more sacks? I don't know off the top of my head, but it, it sounds yeah, I mean, right. Garrett, so I'm not Garrett, gonna... is, Garrett is in like that time. You might. It's Hall of Fame territory. That's where Garrett's it is. It's cute. jacket now, man. Like, yeah. I mean, he just, and he was fantastic. So Darius Smith was fantastic at key moments in the game. The secondary battered and bruised they look they lost Juan Thornhill they lost Denzel Ward um you know I, I just again the resiliency of this football team continues to shine week in and week out even though the results haven't uh, always been what fans want but here's the other thing Andy don't sleep on the Browns who oh by the way have won four of their last five and five of their last seven since splitting uh, in the first two weeks. Now, let's look ahead real quick and what's left on the schedule. Sure. Home against Pittsburgh. Huge game next week. Must win. Got to beat the Steelers. Next not week. not flex, just for anybody that thought, and still and will not right. be flex. It will be a 1 o'clock game. Right. Then they go west. Denver and the Rams. Both of those are winnable games. But the, and Daryl, they're staying out west, right? In between, that the is games? correct. Okay. Then they come home from Jacksonville. I'm looking at the schedule on my wall right now. Come home for Jacksonville in Chicago, 
travel to Houston. Boy, how about the Texans on Sunday? Beating I know. The, at the gun. By the way, if the playoffs started now, as of the conversation that you and I are having right now, Cincinnati is out. The Texans are in as the number seven seed. Browns stay, stand pat at six, six and three. Pittsburgh, because of the week two uh, win at home, uh, they are the fifth seed in front of the Browns. Baltimore unharmed by the loss to the Browns because they are now a seven and three and a half game behind a top seeded uh, Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs, of course, are on uh, their bye week. Jacksonville on the Browns schedule later in the season. Um, they uh, are the third seed at six and three. Miami. On their bye week, uh, they are uh, six and three as well. They would be the four seed. But yeah, the Bengals, if the playoffs started today, boop, they're out. They got kicked out literally by the Houston Texans at the gun. By the way, did you see the video of the Bengals mascot? He's standing behind the goalposts as the ball goes through. He just goes like this to the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the video. It's fantastic. I'll watch it. I'll watch it when I get to It's fantastic. But All right, Daryl, give me a give me a final thought in the post game edition here. Give me your final thought. Again, I just I, I'm impressed by so many things. I, I, I'm impressed by the fact that even though they kept taking body blows, both literally and figuratively, from the Ravens, they just kept punching back and throwing haymakers right back at the Ravens. Again, they trailed by two touchdowns or uh, two uh, fourteen or more points on four occasions. They scored the final sixteen points. Pitched a shutout for, what was it, the final 11 minutes or so there uh, in the football game uh, after uh, uh, the uh, uh, it, Gus Edwards one-yard touchdown. Right, final right. 11, 34 of the game. Browns pitched a shutout. Defense showed up when it mattered most. Uh, you know, as you said, Wyatt Teller saving the day on that final drive by falling on the loose football, keep, keeping it uh, uh, in the Browns' hands. Deshaun Watson, gutsy effort from him, dealing with that injury. Um, just an all-around resilient win. And, of course, Dustin Hopkins, uh, you know, having everyone breathe through a paper bag for much of the fourth quarter after he missed that PAT. But he marches out and makes that 40-yard field goal to, at the gun uh, with ease. So good for the Browns. Good for Browns fans. Enjoy it. It's about damn time they won a game in Baltimore that mattered. All right, here's my final thought on this thing. It's Steelers week now, and we'll talk all about it. But, man, it is so nice to have a meaningful game against the Steelers coming off of a gigantic victory in Baltimore. The house is going to be on fire next week at Cleveland Browns Stadium for the Steelers-Browns, and I can't wait to be there and feel that electricity. towels next weekend. What would you say? I don't think we're going to see a lot of terrible towels in the crowd next weekend. You, you think Browns fans are going to hang on to their tickets for this one? I think Browns fans might actually hang on to the tickets and use them next weekend. And by the way, big ups to all the Browns fans that were in Baltimore. Um, when Cooper you know, would do anything and they would yell, Coop, you could hear it bleeding through the TV. It was cool. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our producer, Meredith Kane. Thanks for watching the special post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. And thanks for watching on YouTube as well. It's always game day in Cleveland.